and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm your host, Brian. And today we're going to be talking about our thoughts on The Last Jedi. Um, I'm going to warn you guys, this will be very <laughs> spoiler heavy because <laughs> Brian has seen the movie uh, how many times now? Today was five. Today was five. Um, yes. I have only seen the movie once, um, not because I am a terrible fan. <laughs> but because I have reasons. It's um, like that's all you need to know, actually. We're going to preface this episode by saying, much like our last show, shots will be fired. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. We definitely. are a divided uh, house right now, basically, because mm -hmm. we had very opposite opinions of The Last Jedi, but that's okay. <laughs> and yes, yes. Brian. Tell our fans why that is okay. It is okay because you're allowed to laugh you like. And other people's opinions should not uh, dictate how you enjoy things. Uh, which, which is something we have to say at the front of this because uh, I feel I feel the temperature. I feel, I feel it rising. Um, and it's okay to be wrong as well. Yes, as Savannah will, uh, will show. No. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's... Uh, that's uh, just a little glimpse at how we felt about the movie, but I want to talk about our first initial reactions to the movie. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just going to go bold and say I didn't like The Last Jedi at all. Ooh. Like there were a few things in it that I did like, um, and we will get to that. But I'm going to say my initial reaction was, as soon as the credits started rolling, I looked to my friend and I said, I don't think I liked it. And I was like, I didn't expect this. So mm -hmm. from the very moment it started, when they started the movie with a little bit of humor between Poe and Hux, I was like, mm, nope, not <laughs> cool with this. I don't like... Star Wars to be extremely humorous. Um, I didn't really mm -hmm. mind it in the Clone Wars because I felt like that show was a little different and I felt like you could get away with a little more humor in the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. But as far as the movies, I prefer them not to be extremely funny. And one thing that I noticed a lot in The Last Jedi was that they tried to make it pretty funny and some of it was not appropriate in my opinion. Um, so as soon as I finished the movie, I was just very unsettled and I was like, I don't like it, but I don't exactly know why because I had really low expectations for this movie mm -hmm. and I was still let down. <laughs> um, but Brian, what were your initial reactions? Like, what did you first think? Okay, well, I gotta say going into this movie, I was extremely stressed and I've never been stressed about a movie before, even Star Wars. Like Seven, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, but this one, there was so much excitement and so much at stake for me with Luke Skywalker being involved. Um, I was very, very, very nervous because I didn't know what was going to happen. Having seen the trailers, um, there were a lot of things I didn't want to happen. Uh, so going in with that kind of baggage was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Um, so going into that, uh, that that's how I felt at the beginning, and as it went on, it uh, it did not go the way I think. But in my opinion, in the best way, uh, I can't trust myself after one viewing, 
because uh, so for episode seven and Rogue One and now episode eight, I did a back to back showing. So I do the one at seven and then again at ten. Because uh, as Star Wars fans, I mean, we're completely analyzing every frame of everything. You know, like, what's on that table? What does that mean? Who is this? I've read these books. Maybe that's that. So I'm not, like, at ease um, the first time. So I, I went in with that, and so I watched it back-to-back, and that kind of was one solid experience for me. So I got, like, my initial, and then I watched the movie. And I, I loved it. I really did. Did you like it more the second time? Um, yes. Like it yes, I did. Improved your view of it even more. Yes, because there's a lot of very different new things in this one um, that take you, you just can't you cannot take it on, in my opinion, uh, at once. You know, you have to sit with it, and then you got to think about it a lot. And then when you go see it, you're like, oh, okay, I didn't pick up on this the first time, or maybe that's what this. One. Um, but I, God, I just really liked it. My brain's all over the place because I'm I'm still processing everything. Yeah, and I and I only saw it once. I had a busy weekend, so I was only yeah. planning on seeing it once. And then after seeing it, I was like, "Yeah, not really into watching this again in the theaters at this time." Cool. So uh, a lot of people told me, "Oh, the second viewing will change your mind," and I I disagree. For me personally, <laughs> um, the problems I have with the movie will not be changed no matter how many times I see it. Um, because it wasn't the plot points that shocked me or made me upset. It was mm-hmm. a lot of little things put together. Um, so I thought it would be easy since there's so much that goes on in this movie to break things down by category for us to discuss. And mm-hmm. the first thing I want to talk about is characters. And I think we should talk about new characters first. Um, okay. And since I like this character the most, I thought we would lead with Admiral Holdo. So I didn't read a lot of interviews prior to this movie, whereas with The Force Awakens, I wanted to know more about the actors and I wanted to know more about the plot. So I read a lot of the magazine interviews that came out and a lot of the online interviews. But with this one, I didn't really do that. So I wasn't 100% sure who Laura Dern's character was going to be other than she had really, really nice hair. Like, all I knew (laughs) about her was that she had really pretty hair. um, Yes. And a really pretty dress. And when I was watching the movie, I liked her a lot. I really did like her character, and I thought she was interesting. And I thought she was a really neat female character um with that said after processing the movie i decided that as much as i liked her character i think um her character could have been completely cut out and i say that i'm gonna gonna (laughs) say some strong things in the show here we go i'm gonna make a lot of people mad but that's okay people can be mad we have all different opinions on this show so I personally think she could have been cut out because I think it would have been better to build upon Leia's character rather than bring in a new girl and build on that character. Um, I personally think that Leia should have been the human sacrifice uh, instead of Admiral Holdo. And it would have been a stronger statement if Leia had made that choice and had sacrificed herself because 
we know so much about this character. We know how sure. heroic she is. We know that nothing will stand Existence. in the way of her helping her people, basically. Sure. The rebellion um, is her entire life. Exactly. And if it costs her her life, then she's okay with that. And sure. I think that with the passing of Carrie Fisher, not that they could have planned or expected that. I just think sure. that with the sure. passing of Carrie Fisher, that would have been a really honorable way for Leia to go out. Mm -hmm. And they didn't wrap up her story at all. So Agreed. Admiral Holdo liked her a lot, but personally wish she hadn't have been in this movie and that Leia would have kind of taken the lead of Holdo's role. And obviously mm -hmm. things in the story would have changed if Leia had been in that position. Um, sure. But Leia should have died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm so glad that you started this with Admiral Holdo. Mm -hmm. Because she may be in my top five favorite Star Wars characters of all time. Whoa. Hype train, Brian. Yeah. Someone's on I'm the doing hype train. it. I'm doing it. So I went in, I had just finished uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, like three days before this movie. And uh, she's very she's very strange in books. Uh, I describe her as like a colorful Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. There's kind of a little airhead to the stars and like, okay, she's eccentric, you know, but she's Leia's friend. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm very interested to see this character. And I, I, I mean, I love Lord Aaron, obviously, because she's just great. Um, but her in this movie, I love her for the same reasons I love Yoda and Qui-Gon. She 100% believed in the cause, always had a clear plan, never faltered, and she also never told anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, like the fact that she didn't need to be, like Leia says, you know, she was more interested in saving the light than she was in looking like a hero. And I love the, the whole time she's like, we just need to keep pushing on because she knows where Kray is. She knows where they're going, and she knows mm -hmm. if they can just keep going, this plan will work. And she believed in the cause so much so that when it came time, uh, I mean, Poe straight up led a mutiny again. You know, and she, when he's passed out, she's like, this one's a pain, but, uh, you know, I like him. I like him. She gets it. And when they start getting picked off, that exit of her being like, no, 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 this is it. And she turns her ship down and goes into hyperspace into the fleet it was like the most badass end and i uh, just i loved it i loved her a lot and i, I like her, her more each time i liked her for some of the reasons you said as well so i don't want to totally discount her character sure. but like i said i think leia could have uh done something i can I, I agree i agree with that there will be things that i'm sure we'll cover that there are not necessarily things i think there's only one thing that i disliked about the movie but there are things that i would have changed mm -hmm. and i i can see uh, the benefits of changing that to Leia. Mm -hmm. um, so I get it, but I I love Holdo, and she just knew, she just knew the whole time. Yeah, you know, so so, I'm into it. I really like her. Let's talk about Rose now. Another okay. new female character. Um, I was so stoked about this girl because if you've seen Kelly Marie Tran on any social media, uh. she is a pure delight and. The best. She is so fresh in the world of fame and 
basically mm-hmm. fortune now. I mean, yeah. she is <laughs> sure. she is well known now because of this movie. Oh yeah. And I really liked her attitude online and I really liked how humble and thankful she was for everything that's been happening to her this year. Um, Super and I just thought that was really sweet. You know, she didn't take any of this for granted and she used it as a way to, uh, you know, tell people to always go after their dreams and work as hard as you can. So super duper love and respect her as a person. Not super mm-hmm. duper in love with her character. Oh, and, I was going to say, I sense a butt coming. Yes. <laughs> I think I need to reserve some of my opinions on this until I see the movie a second time. Um, just on Rose's mm-hmm. character. But basically a summary of how I feel about her is just that I thought she was a little too cheesy and I don't know if it was because of Kelly's acting. I think it may have been some of the dialogue and I Mm -hmm. totally get that her character was there to be an inspiration and, you know, tell everyone to keep pushing and her sister made a sacrifice for the resistance and, you know, that's what it's all about and I get it, but she came off a little cheesy to me. And also what was up with that awkward kiss? (laughs) What just happened? Um, So yeah, I didn't Mm -hmm. hate Rose, but I didn't love her as much as I wanted to. And I think that she's a character I just need to see again. Like when I watch the movie again, she is something that I'm going to try to develop more opinions on. But like right off the bat, I just was a little disappointed with her. Okay. Okay. How do you feel? That's all right. I I have a similar thing with a lot of authors in that you love the person so much that you want to love the thing they did as well. Uh-huh. Um this is completely unrelated to Rose in my opinion, but uh <laughs> but I, I get where I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh in that. Um I liked Rose a lot. It's it's going to be a whole lot of me last stuff. I'm not going to guys. So and strap it's going to be a whole lot of me hating stuff. So guys, just yes. buckle up <laughs> and just Get ready. That's right. That's right. Um, we are sorry. I, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, the reason I love Rose is because she is what would happen if a background character got pushed to the forefront. You know, she works in maintenance. She works behind pipes. She's not an ace pilot. She's not a hero. She's she's basically an extra that got a storyline. And I love that we got to see that side of the resistance as well. Um I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, I mean, I felt really bad for her from the beginning when her sister died because that sucks. Um, but I, I I dug her. I dug her a lot. Um, she didn't back down. You know, it's a, I, I love the moment that she had with Finn in the beginning because she's like, oh my God, I'm meeting my girl and still stunned him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get her whole backstory of like, you know, she was from a poor mining town and then they were beaten and then the First Order came and took literally everything they had. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty crazy. The kiss was, it was interesting. I'll was give you that. It was weird, Brian. It, it was, was weird. Say it. It was weird. It. it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. But it was mainly weird because Finn, like, didn't reciprocate. You know what I mean? He was, he was just, just there like, and she just, like, gave him a teeny little, teeny little yes. peck on the lips. And I was just like, yes. either kiss him or I, not. Like, <laughs> do it or I mean, don't. <laughs> Savannah, she's injured, all right? She was just in an accident. The, the hospital hasn't got there yet. John Boyega <laughs> was in front of her face. It's commit or don't do it at all. That's true. I'm a dude, and let's be honest, we've all thought about it. He's a good-looking <laughs> man. <laughs> no, that was great. Okay, that was great. Brian. I mean, I don't play for the team, but that is a good-looking man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, it felt 
okay to me because she had such admiration for this guy and they've been through so much and while it looked weird i don't know it felt natural to me Maybe that's maybe that says a lot more about me than anything else. I was expecting else. it to happen as soon as the yeah for sure off behind them. I was like, oh, kiss scene, but it was just not a good kiss. So right, yeah, I, I can agree with that for sure. They shot that several times. Like, pick a better kiss take. Yeah, sure, sure, I can agree with that. Unless it was always like that was that's Finn, you know, because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a kiss. She kissed him, and he was still like, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, if yeah. if my idol was in front of me. I think I, mean, I would right? go all out rather than just not doing it. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, before we move <laughs> what else on, do you have to lose? I know, for real. Before we move on to some of the other characters that I want to talk about, I need to make a statement before we move on because it kind of goes with uh, female characters. And the next character I want to talk about is not female. Um, okay. I posted a statement the day after seeing this movie. Actually, it may have been the night of. Um, mm-hmm. Online saying that the thing I loved the most about this movie was that there were so many women in it. And I said something like, we should never have to have a conversation ever again about not having enough women in Star Wars. And I said, the future Star Wars directors need to follow this pattern because um, it's a good move. And after I said that, then I realized something that kind of contradicted what I was thinking. And I'm going to say it right now, Brian, and it's going to make Uh-oh. you mad, and it's going to make Uh-oh. a lot of people mad. Um, I think we do need to keep having conversations about women in Star Wars because a lot of the main women in Star Wars are throwaway characters as of right now. Sure. Sure. Um, Phasma was a complete waste of a character, a complete True. waste of an amazing actress. True. I feel like Admiral Holdo was a great character, but honestly... She could have been taken out and I wouldn't have even noticed. Um, not going to say anything about Rose yet, just because I'm not 100% sure about her character. Um, sure. Maz, she showed up in this movie for 15 <laughs> seconds and then she was gone. And I was like, what a waste. And sure. I'm mad about it. Like, I'm straight up upset. And I, I don't care what they do with Ray because, and I don't care how many background characters there are that are women. They have right. got to start making the other female characters that are in lead roles a bigger deal. Like, they actually need to put effort into their stories in movies. I know they write books about these characters and whatnot. I know Phasma just had a book come out, but... Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> what a waste of a character. Like, such a Boba Fett move i mean oh for sure showed up looked cool didn't do anything in the first movie she came back fought for a minute we saw her eyeball and then she died like agreed yeah come on guys gwendolyn christie what a great actress and you just completely wasted her altogether and i think that's really an insult to a lot of women. And I'm not going to say that Star Wars is just treating all female characters poorly because I don't think that. But sure. once I really started thinking about the women in this movie, I was really upset. And I was like, you know what? This is still a problem. And yes, seeing more women in roles makes me super happy and like I don't take that I don't take back that statement at all. But sure. the females that are in the front of the movie need to be developed. For real, 
like. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you in this cause. Okay. I thought you were going to say something way worse. <laughs> no, I just, I thought about this and I was like, you know what? This really upsets me and I'm not okay sure. with it. And I think things that like this fine. will continue to get better. I, I honestly do because they have changed a lot for female characters um, sure. since Disney bought We got Jen now. Yeah. Jen's pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah, they, they seriously need to take this a little more seriously. Sure. I'm but, into it. All right. Let's move on to DJ, though. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> because, oh, what does that mean? Did you not like him? Nothing. No, you go first. <laughs> no, no, you go first. I didn't. <gasps> Good. I did. yes. I, yes, yes, yes. So he's actually the only part of the movie I disliked. Wow. I I like his character. I like that we finally got a slight in Star Wars because that's a big thing in the books and the comics and the game. You know, someone who it, jailbreaks everything. Um, so that was cool that we got someone. I just thought Benito Del Toro's performance wasn't that great. I didn't like the stutter at all. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just felt weird. It just felt weird and unnatural. And I I have a very... I, I have a way where I come attach like i don't see star wars as just movies because they're not it's movies comics books it's a whole galaxy it's a whole universe you know it's so much more than just a movie um so i rarely make a movie for its writing or for its acting and stuff like let's look at it within the context of the story um because i'm all about the story uh and dj just i don't know i didn't like him he was boring. i don't know why for weird. sure like he was weird it just didn't I get his purpose. I understand. Like, if there was... Maybe it's just the actor. Like, if they had another actor doing the same thing and didn't make his choices, I may have liked more. So that might be... Do you think the codebreaker that Maz was referring to should have been Lando? Absolutely. I am am carrying the torch. If you get a casino Mm -hmm. and a galaxy-wide known gambler like Lando Calrissian, what are we doing? You Could know, you imagine like, seeing old man Lando in like a super fly new cape with a bunch of girls uh, around him and just like being God, I loved it. Awesome. Lando's one of the best characters in all of Star Wars. And did it that was a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Uh, not a Lando in a casino. Yeah. Um it was interesting they went with Dan. You know, the whole like he's a poet with a blaster and he's great at everything and he's debonair and he's rich and he can do it all. It's like, all right, so it's James Bond. And yeah. then the suit is like, not now, like, so, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I liked Canto Bite, but I, I didn't like DJ. The only part of the movie I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like Canto Bite. And okay. for some reason, <laughs> their mission on Canto Bite reminded me of Harry Potter. The music was very similar. The to music me, when the Fathiers were running was mm-hmm. very like Quidditch. And I've only opinion. seen Harry Potter... Maybe once or twice. I've only seen the what? movies. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean, it's okay, but I'm not all up in that world. I put too much okay. time into Star Wars to be into another <laughs> big world like that. Um, okay, that's but fair. But I think it was all the like. I don't even know. It just gave me Harry Potter vibes, and I didn't okay really, didn't really care for it. Um, maybe maybe it was because the and this is just a guess here. Maybe it's because a. Ma- of the people in the casino were humans. 
I do like, there agree were with new, that. There were new aliens, but this, there weren't a whole lot of them. This movie didn't really give us any good aliens that I was into. Like, I really liked Force Awakens. I agree. Um, I they gave the, us great creatures. Yeah, they gave us a lot of new, interesting creatures in The Force Awakens. I liked that aspect. In this one, you see Luke milking this weird <laughs> Dr. Seuss-type character. I was like, what is this? And I think that was green milk? It was. Ew. (laughs) Like, is it rotten? No, they're just, they're alien savannah. (laughs) Green milk. (laughs) Yuck. Um, It'll be funny, though, to see people make things with green milk now. You know how people make blue milk and cookies and stuff? Like, it'll be funny to see another color milk now. But, yeah, a little disappointed on the alien deal. But I kind of liked the Fathiers. Um... Me too. I don't. It made sense with the casino like that there'd be horse races. Deer crossed with a dog crossed with a horse, but yeah, that was I strange. They They're were weird looking. Cute, like they were. They were all right. That was pretty cute. I liked it. I liked it because I always say there's a, there's a difference between aliens and creatures. Yeah. Aliens are sentient. Twi'leks, abanitos, you know, people that talk. Nine numb celestins. Basically, but humans, creatures, but just like yes, weird. <laughs> yes, if they're if they're sentient, they're aliens. Yeah, creatures are like a rancor. Yeah, you know. And in a this ta-ta. movie, we didn't get. Yes, exactly. Uh, this movie, we got a lot more creatures than aliens, which I thought was pretty cool. Because Force Awakens, we got a ton of aliens, and then a few creatures. Yeah, you know, we got like the we got like the Hapabore was like the big thing. Whereas this one, you got porgs, you've got those things she's milking, you get a big. Sp- that Luke's eating, they get all kinds of stuff. The Fothiers, they I speak of aliens that are great. What do you think about the caretakers? They were cute. Because um, I I love the caretakers. Yeah, they were cute. <laughs> <laughs> There's just gonna be a lot of those <laughs> this, this whole time. What do you think of this? What do you think of it? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this next character we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna let you go first. Um, okay. Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Okay. Let's let's do it. Let's unpack. Okay. Or do you want let's, me to go first? Because my thoughts I'll, are short yes. and sweet. Yes, let you go first because I got I got a lot of them. Alright. You think about what you're gonna say, and I'm gonna say that he was he's alright. Um okay. everybody knows <laughs> if you listen to the show that I don't care about Luke Skywalker in any capacity. Uh I was always a Han Solo girl. Welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. And I will forever be a Han Solo girl, no matter how long he's dead. I don't care. Still love him. He was great. That's fair. They didn't give him justice in The Force Awakens, but you know what? We're not talking about The Force Awakens here. That's we're right. We're talking about The Last Jedi. If um, we were talking Force Awakens, our roles would be reversed. Luke's character was not surprising to me. Like Everything that happened with his character in this movie, I pretty much expected. I didn't predict it, but... None of it was shocking to me. I was like, yeah, I figured he wouldn't train Ray. Uh, figured he would end up coming to save the day. Figured he would die in this movie. I just wasn't sure how. So mm-hmm. none of that was surprising to me, and I didn't really care. But I do care that, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I pretty much hate that he force-projected himself in front of Kylo Ren and didn't oh. just show up. Like, dude, force lift <laughs> your X-Wing out of the water. You made a point to show us in the movie that there was an X-Wing in the water. Lift it up, get in that ship, mm-hmm. fly over to Canto Bite, and whoop some butt like a man. 
don't just force project yourself in there and then like drift away in the wind at the end of the movie as you look into the sunset. Like that so bothered me. That bot. I don't. To me, that was like a wimp move, and I know a lot of people are going to be mad at me saying that because I probably don't fully understand why they did it. But mm-hmm. I wanted to see like a big showdown with Agre- Luke agreed. and Kylo, and we didn't get that. We got a sort of a showdown, and then Kylo was like, what? I can't cut you in half. Like, <laughs> um, But, like, I was okay with him not training Rey. I was okay with him being grumpy and not believing in the Jedi anymore because that happens. Um, mm-hmm. I loved his interaction with the one and only Yoda. Ooh. It's my favorite scene of the entire movie. Best part of the movie. Hey, guys. For sure. This is something I loved about the movie. Here Yoda. we go. We found it. Yoda. We found it. <laughs> was great. I love how they showed him. I love how you saw his ears first. Made me freak out. I oh, don't yeah. remember everything that he said, but when he was saying oh, that, I, I was all into it. He basically told Luke that Luke was an idiot, and he was like, hee, 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 you're so dumb. And yes. he just, like, woke Luke up and was like, dude. You're dumb. Let me tell you why. And mm-hmm. I just love that he was a puppet. Love yes, he was. That he was a puppet. Like, thank you. And a great one. Lucasfilm. He yes. looked really good. And I mean, he looked a little different, but obviously I would expect that because he's old sure. and he's a force ghost. So I'm okay with sure. it, but they did a really good job. Agreed. That was like an A plus move to put him in the movie. Agreed. Luke, Absolutely on the other agreed. hand, not sure about some of those choices. Uh-huh. What do you think? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It's going to be a lot of that. It's so strange because normally when we do these podcasts, we have like certain things that like I love one, you love one, I love one, you love one. And this one is very divided. Yep. As most of the fandom is about it. We agree on Yoda uh, though, so. We do. And check. that's something we will get into that after this because that's a whole thing that mm-hmm. like. It, we can that scene specifically. Anyway, Luke. Um, I one thing that surprised me about Luke was the fact that he cut himself off from the Force. Because going into it, I kept thinking like, "There's no way he didn't feel Han die," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Maybe that just adds to his guilt about what happened." Mm-hmm. You know, with what we thought was him failing the whole Jedi Temple and all that stuff. Um, but I enjoyed Luke a lot because of how he came back you know because it was like piece by piece and little by little and then ray convinced him to open up his force and the first thing he did was reach out to leia um i really enjoyed that the the scene where him and ray fought is another favorite of mine I did because like that it showed too. it showed that he still got it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's a scene there's a part in the fight so she hits him in the back of the head right and then he falls down, and when he gets back up, she just starts attacking him, and he uses a force, grabs an antenna, and starts fighting her with that. He blocks two of her hits, and he smacks her in the back, and then puts his sword back toward him. And he's like, are we really doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, every martial arts master in every kung fu movie was like, Pat, we gonna do this? Are we still doing this? And mm-hmm. then she still goes, and he she knocks him backwards, and he uses the force to catch himself. Um, I love that he... Like the the idea of why he thought Jedi could end, because you know the Jedi are my thing, and uh, we'll get to this later when we get onto story. Uh, but I liked 
how his progression from like I'm not coming back. There's literally nothing you can do to make me do this, and then the idea of I'm stuck on the island. I agree. I really wish we would have gotten him using the force on the X-wing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the X-wing was damaged or not, though, so I can't confirm that. Uh, he could have fixed it with the force. Come on, he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, but I I really liked that he projected himself because that was a force power we'd never seen before. And I'm always into, like, what more can the force do? Like, Leia, and we'll get to that, I'm sure. Uh, but I liked that he left in peace and in purpose, and, like, he did come back to the fray and literally saved everyone and did the thing he said he wasn't going to do at the beginning. You know, he's like, what do you think is going to happen here, that I'm going to walk out with a laser sword and take on the whole First Order? And that's exactly what he did. Um, so I, I, liked, I liked it. You don't feel <laughs> like they ruined his character at all? I've seen that phrase the, used a lot. No. That, well, I mean, people also said, like, George Lucas ruined their childhood with the prequels. They're just being dramatic. Yeah. Um, I like that he's still Luke. And in that Yoda scene, it's like, no, he's, he's, still, he's still Luke. Um, the Yoda scene you know, was the best just, because it was so Empire reminiscent. And I did not want the whole movie to be like that. Definitely did not. Sure. But I really liked that scene because it made me feel like I was watching Empire Strikes Back. It was good. I've talked to a lot of people who feel uh, a lot of Empire callbacks. I felt more episode six. Like there were parts of five, like, you know, the Veers formation, Hoth crate mm-hmm. dynamics, mm-hmm. bunch of walkers, people in trenches. Uh, I didn't Ray feel many her, Empire like, callbacks moment. at all. Like other than the Yoda scene, didn't yeah. really feel a lot of Empire vibes. I felt uh, a ton of six, and that's the other thing with the like you mentioned the humor. This movie is really funny. Yeah. There's a lot of humor in it, <laughs> and Episode Six is also really funny. And a lot of people kind of forget that. Like Han straight up like taps the shoulder of a scout trooper and runs away. Chewie does a Tarzan yell. There's Ewoks. Like it's six is a bonkers movie. And but I, coincidentally, it's my favorite of the originals. And coincidentally, and, that's probably my least favorite Star Wars movie. Yes, which makes which makes it all adds up here. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked Luke. I thought it all made sense. The only part where I was like, mm, I don't know, that like took me by surprise that I wasn't really into, but I, but I came to accept, was the fact that Luke would even for a second consider killing his nephew. Mm-hmm. You know. But I do like that he said he goes, it was it was a moment, a literal moment of weakness, and then he was left with shame and consequence. Mm-hmm. You know. That literally it all went south because of a misunderstanding. Yep. You know, like Luke had a brief second of weakness. Um, so that made me feel better. Do but that was blame, the only thing I'm like, Luke. Do you blame Ben for reacting the way he did? Um, I blame Snoke. Because in that scene he talks about, you know, he looked into his mind and Luke saw all of the horrible things he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Because he said Snoke had already turned his heart. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like it was another Anakin moment. Where, you know, Palpatine's like, look, Anakin, the Jedi are taking over, like I told you. Mm-hmm. And Kylo, having been turned by Snoke, when he saw Luke above him, was like, oh, God, Snoke was right. Mm-hmm. And and went that way. So I think it makes sense. Um, I don't necessarily blame him because he was twisted. Yeah, I agree you know? with that. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's what I feel. Um, I want to talk about something real quick that is related to humor before we pass this topic completely because I don't know how much we'll talk about it. Um, There is one scene in particular that lit me up in the bad way. 
Okay. Kylo shirtless scene. That was the only joke of the entire movie that didn't land with me. I'm going to tell you guys right now, this made me <laughs> mad. Because... Here we go. I don't know why they did that. I feel like they may have done it as a fan service to women that think he is attractive. I am not one of those women at all. Um, (laughs) And it makes me mad because I have a lot of distaste towards franchises that sexualize women. And I respect Star Wars for not really doing that. I think they did that a little bit in the prequels, but... Anakin was falling in love with Padme. She had to look hot, like whatever. That slave doesn't Leia. really that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, and she was a slave. Like some of that stuff doesn't bother me as much. You know, the Ray is sure. fully clothed. Um, a lot of female sure. characters are not sexualized in Star Wars. So um mm-hmm. I really didn't like how they pretty much sexualized Kylo and they were like, ooh, look, he's shirtless. And then Ray had to make a comment about it. And she was like, can you throw on a towel or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> I she did. really, really, really did not like that at all. And if Disney does that again in Star Wars, like, I will riot. I don't care. I don't care if it's Han Solo. Oh I don't care if it's Obi-Wan. <laughs> I don't care. Do not do that. Like, I don't like it. And I don't think it's okay to do that to men if... Like, if you're a woman saying, I don't want you to sexualize female characters, but, ooh, I really like this guy that's shirtless, you can't do that. Double standards. Like, you can't do that. Sure. And that's a problem I have, is I have seen a lot of women being like, ooh, I love this scene, and I'm just like, oh, really? But uh, you don't like Slave Leia because her midriff is showing. Right, Um, right. You can't (laughs) do that. There needs to be an all or nothing acceptance when, or disacceptance, or not yeah, acceptance. Yeah, and Star Wars doesn't need word. that. I'm sorry. We don't need to see people without their shirts on. Like, I feel like in the prequels when Anakin woke up from a nightmare and he didn't have a shirt on, yes. to me, I also think that was for the female fans, but he was sleeping. Sure. Like, <laughs> You're like, it may, well, to that end, Kylo was probably just out of the shower. And it's like, <laughs> but it just, I don't know. I know that they've done it before, like they did it in the prequels, but to me, yeah, it was a little different. And nobody made a joke about Anakin being shirtless. It was just, sure. oh, he had a nightmare. That... And then he went and put a robe on so he could go have some right. peaceful time. Like, he got dressed because he got out of bed. And sure. I don't know. That just really, really rubbed me the <laughs> wrong way. Like. I my could my three, issue with three, it was uh, paragraph novel on this. My issue was just the it was a cheap laugh for me because yeah. I, I I don't I don't mind it. I'm people do whatever. Uh, and you know with Anakin that was definitely check out we Anakin six pack, right on man. But that was very okay. This was for the ladies, and it was like you said it was we walked into the situation. It makes sense for the situation. He was sleeping. He put a shirt on when he left. Yeah. This one was very like. The force is choosing when it wants to show them to each other. And she's like, you know, I'd rather not do this right now. And he's like, yeah, me too. Because he's in the process of getting dressed. Yeah. And it got out there. My issue my, was just, it was just a cheap laugh. Like, out of the comedy, I was the only one. I'm like, ha. Huh. You know, like, it, it was wasn't so that funny. cheap. Like, I did laugh when it happened. But then I was like, that was super dumb. Like, <laughs> didn't <laughs> yeah, need that I, laugh. I, I like, I mean, there were there were laughs that I, like, lost it. I was like, oh, my God. This was like. Ha. Okay. Yeah, I can get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's a okay. <laughs> Let's talk about plot. 
plot. This is the story part where I get to deep dive, right? Yes. Um, yes. There's one thing I want to talk about first, and then I'm going to let you take the reins on this because <laughs> I feel like you're going to have a lot of opinions, and I'm just going to be like, Meh. you're um, like, I'm just going to let Brian off the leash. Let now. Brian rant. <laughs> um, Ray is a nobody. Yes. Ray's nobody. Yeah. And, and I've heard people be like, oh, I don't believe Kylo. Um, I do, because uh, I know what Disney's doing. They're trying to give everybody a trophy in this game. <laughs> They're trying to give everybody a trophy. And they are trying oh, to no. say everyone is special. And I do believe everyone <laughs> is special. But where the heck but, are the midichlorians? There was the butt. See, uh, okay. <laughs> wow, this is a good... Say <laughs> we're diving right in. Good. Okay. Right. Yes. Continue. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What do you think? Okay. Who? That's a. That is a. That is, okay. Here we go. Um. To that end, I've talked to people who love the originals, hated the prequels, and the reason they hated the midi chlorians was because as a kid they were told the force is this. It's it's life. You know, it's an energy field that binds us, surrounds us, penetrates us, binds the galaxy together. And then when the when the when the prequels came around and there were midichlorians, they felt like that demystified it, and they're like, "Oh wait, there's a test, yeah, to see if you have the force, and maybe I don't have it, right?" Mm -hmm. And I can understand that, but they're looking at it wrong. You know, the midichlorians are still there. The force in midichlorians, like we we know the will of the force through the midichlorians that resides in all living cells. The midichlorians are still there. You know, it's just like essentially the technical term, which is why they wouldn't want to talk about it now because so much of the Jedi's techni technical speak is gone because the Jedi are gone. Um, I like it because I've always gone with like, so the Force, the Force is life. Everyone has the Force to an extent, you know, but then you have Force sensitives. It's like everyone can throw a football. Not everyone is Peyton Manning. You know, everyone can throw a punch. Not everyone is Bruce Lee. Like you can do it, but there are some people who have more of a knack for it, more of a natural potential. And that's where the Jedi are. They have a higher midichlorian count, so they're able to use the Force unlike anybody else. Um, so I, I, I uh, went off on that one. Um, Ray being a nobody, I loved it. Because for the last two years, the fans, we've just been speculating like crazy about everything. You know, who's Ray's parents? She has to be somebody. I was I was always on the Ray's a nobody train. Mm-hmm. You know, I originally was on the the Ray as a Skywalker train because I just really wanted Luke to have a daughter and her to show up and have that moment. Yeah. And then to have the rematch of Kylo and Ray fighting is their cousins. And I was like, oh, that'd be real powerful. Yeah. But I was always Ray as a nobody. I was like, she doesn't have to be someone. You know, maybe she's the new virgins. Maybe the Force picked her. You know, so when I when I found she was nobody, a lot of people were really disappointed. I was so into it. Because I was like, yeah, th this f this is exactly what it was before. It's like the Force is in everyone, and in some people, more so than others. And, and so, Ray would have a high midi-chlorine count. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop in here and say, <laughs> I don't care if she's a nobody. I think that's fine. And sure. I never was attached to a theory of who her parents could be or who they may not be. Um, right. I really didn't know if they would show us or reveal to us who her parents were in this movie as the movie went on i was like mm, i don't know if we're gonna get this answered and then sure. they did it and i was like well okay the problem with i that i have with it is mm -hmm. that she was not trained um correct 
Luke gave her these little lessons. He tickled her hands with a <laughs> with a leaf. By the way, loved that piece of humor. That was the funniest funniest joke of the whole movie. That was really well done. <laughs> Do you feel done. that? That's the force. <laughs> I to me that worked because I think he could have gone a little crazy, like you know, when you're sure. off in the middle of nowhere, you go a little crazy. I just thought that was super funny. Um, <laughs> okay, so regardless of that, so Ray was not trained, and correct prior to this. Jedi have been trained. Anakin was trained. Luke was trained. And that's how they learned to harness and use the force for, you know, good. And Rey was not taught. Um, I could see her knowing how to use a lightsaber because obviously she used a staff. It works. Whatever. Where the heck did she learn how to lift rocks? Sure. That's what I want to know. How did she learn? Was that the first time she's done it? To us, you think it would be because we saw it on screen. And prior to that, we hadn't seen that on screen. Right. But it was like... We know she used the force to grab the lightsaber. Perhaps she just used the same... In the way that staff translates to the lightsaber, lifting the lightsaber also translates to lifting the rocks. Yeah, and I just, just a guess. that bothers me for some reason. And it didn't super duper bother me in The Force Awakens because I didn't think critically about that movie. I just like, oh, it's pretty. Han Solo's right. in it and then he <laughs> dies and I hate it. Um, right. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that's just the one thing about her being a nobody that bothers me. And I think if she had been Luke's child or mm-hmm. Kenobi's child, would have made a teeny bit more sense only because... She would have been the daughter of a very powerful Jedi and maybe those traits sure. were passed on. But I sure. hope they explain that in the future, whether it be in episode nine or in a book or in a show or in a comic. Sure. I want to see her <gasps> learning how to do these things and not just like, oh, boom, I know how to lift rocks. Like, Right, right. It you was know, just a little you know out of place. Just, you know what I just thought about? What? Like just now. So it, Darth Plagueis is my favorite Star Wars book of all time. It's incredible. It's no longer canon, but incredible. And there's things in it that I believe will be made in the future. Anyway, uh, they explain Anakin's, they explain Anakin's birth and, uh, you know, the fact that he's like immaculately conce- conceived. And the reason being was because Palpatine and Plagueis at the time were literally meditating in the dark side of the force and pulling the force into the dark. That's why by the time the prequels come around, the Jedi say like their ability to see the future is diminished. Like mm. there's so much dark side around, they're flying blind here. And the force corrected itself by creating Anakin. And that's why he was the chosen one. You know, created fully from midi chlorians, meant to balance the force, which is to get rid of the dark side. And perhaps when Snoke said, you know, I knew with my with Ben getting stronger in the dark side that eventually his equal in the light would show up. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the same sort of thing. Kylo Ren was getting so powerful in the dark side that the Force awoke the Force in Rey. And, like, she boosted up because the Force, like, was correcting itself by them putting everything in the dark. Mm-hmm. That was I a like thought that. I just had. I like that thought. That'd be crazy, right? That would be crazy. <laughs> and I like it. Um, it's just, at face value, <laughs> a lot of things in this movie were like, mm, this doesn't make sense. And I don't think everything needs to make sense, but that was one thing that perturbed me a little bit. Um, 
I want to talk about another character real quick. I'm, I know we're not talking about character, but this also has to do with plot. We're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Who the heck is Snoke? Ooh, okay. Force lightning. Yeah. Oh. What and the can heck? Get, and he breached their minds and like put memories in their heads. Who is he? And why He's... don't we know? I've been thinking a lot about this one because for anyone who's read the Aftermath trilogy, I won't spoil it, but I thought Gallius Rax was going to be Snoke. And if you've read it, you know what that means. Um, and he isn't. Anyway, uh, the the big thing about Snoke is like, we weren't told, we know who he is. You know, he's the leader of the First Order. He's the head of everything. We found out just how powerful he is in the dark, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Because up until now, we've never seen anyone force force assault someone over transmission mm-hmm. only vader had done that you know he's like force choking people over skype well snoke smashed hucks against the ground in the opening scene from however far away it was so that was crazy i'm like whoa hold on we got another one of these he used force lightning which was nuts yep and then totally broke ray you know she used the force to grab the lightsaber he totally overpowered her force smacked her in the head with it like snoke is super powerful but you're right. We didn't get any of his backstory, how he got the injury, how he came to be Force-sensitive. Um, I mean, who knows? Th- also, there's no way they're not going to explore it. I agree with that. I just think it was like, what? Like, dude, we don't even know who you are and you died? Yeah, that um, was nuts. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, Snoke, I, had a, I had a thought. Powerful. Use the Force. How he died? Uh, Maybe uh, how he died? I don't remember what I was going to say. I'll think of it. I'll bring it up. It's okay. Um, Oh, I know what I was going to say. I am surprised that Snoke was caught off guard by Kylo. Ooh, I have the answer for this one. Okay, answer it. Like, basically (laughs) what I want to answer is, like, what I want answered is, why didn't he feel the lightsaber moving next to him? I got you. Okay. I've, I've seen it five times, and I've thought this one through. Okay. So, uh, I've, and I've talked to some people about this as well, because they're like, if he can plant memories and use Force Lightning to do all the things, how did he not see the lightsaber turning? Mm-hmm. Here's how. And it's it's cheap, but it's sleight of hand. Because everything that Snoke was narrating was happening. You know, he says he lifted the lightsaber. I see the lightsaber turning and it's pointed at his true enemy and then he ignites it. He's turning his lightsaber in his hand toward Rey at the same time. And, you know, it, it's 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 like it's literally sleight of hand. Watch this hand while I'm doing this with the other hand. And also when it comes to the force, specifically like in the old books and actually sometimes here as well, um, force sensitives usually have like a, a specific skill set. They can all use a force, but some people are really good at... Like, Ezra's really good with animals. Mm-hmm. You know, Miss Wind can see shatter points. Like, they're really good at these things. Once, some are better pilots. Some are better at this. Snoke is really, really good at, like, telekinesis. You know, using mm-hmm. the force to physically... Force lightning, force choke people, mind stuff. But not the best at insight. You know, seeing the full future of what's going on, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So perhaps... That's why he didn't see it. I think it's slight hand. I think he's looking at Kylo's hand, you know, with the, the lightsaber in. Mm-hmm. Like, I see everything. I see the lightsaber turning. I see this happening. He's going to ignite it. I can feel he's going to kill his true enemy right now. Mm-hmm. Not noticing that with his other hand, yeah. he's uh, handling some business. Mm. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure if I like that. 
But that's okay. Uh, it's a new theory I thought of today. So. But I think it's a good theory. Um, mm-hmm. We will just have to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do hope we find out who he is, though, because it like if they don't ever answer that question, I'm gonna be real mad. Right, there's there's no way they won't, especially yeah. showing how powerful he is in the force. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, yeah. What other plot points would you like to talk about? Everything. Ooh. Yeah, everything. Everything. I loved it. Um, I, I'll, I'll ask you a question that I've thought about. I've talked to a lot of people, and I'm interested in your take, even though you've only seen it once. Do you think Leia knew Luke wasn't really there? Um, I do. Me as well. I do, because I think her reaction would have been different if it had actually been real Luke. Sure. So, I think because she I didn't the think this behind. when I was watching the movie, but I thought about that afterwards, and I think she did oh, know same, that it wasn't sure. really him. Yeah, there's no way you're like, oh, this is a projection. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're watching the movie. But hindsight, I think as well, mm-hmm. mainly because she left the dice behind. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing to think about. I think about Star Wars a lot. <laughs> um, I um I hate Kylo a lot. I hate Kylo in seven. I love him in this because he didn't get redeemed. I don't want a redemption. I want him dead. Oh, he I want him Han dead Solo. too. Yes, we agree on something, and Brian. Yay! Yes. Like he killed Han Solo and to have him is like, oh, okay, well, I guess Han's still dead. I'll no, never forgive him for that ever. Yes. Agreed. And then no for some should. people, they're like, well, it was the deed that, that turned him. I'm like, that is garbage. Yeah. He killed him because he didn't have enough dark side points. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Han Solo, forever, will be known as, like, he got killed by his son for no reason. Yep. Um, so I wanted him dead. And that's why, that was one of the reasons I was really stressed going into this movie. Because everyone wants the Kylo Redemption arc. I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm going to be so upset if he gets redeemed. And so that moment, I loved because... He had an Anakin moment, except went the other way. You know, Anakin was like, I'm more powerful than the Chancellor. I can overthrow him than you and I can rule the galaxy, yeah. make things the way we want them to be. Kylo straight up did that. Yep. Snoke's dead. Let's let Luke die. Let's let everything. And then we're in charge now. And I love that. I'm so, like, not Team Raylo. Oh, no, 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 no. Gross. I think Never I, in a million I'm years. I'm so, Gross. like, I think it's, like, slightly disrespectful to Rey to oh, think yeah. she would be interested in someone like that. Agreed. But also, like... This movie, Kylo is being so manipulative and like horrible to her. You know, he knows it hurts her to think about her parents. And he's like, say it. You know what it is. They're filthy junk traders. You're nothing. He's like, you know, the term nagging. Mm -hmm. Like he's straight up nagging her. He's like making her feel really, really bad. Like you're nothing. You don't even have a part in the story. But not to me. Well, and Ray's not that stupid. She's been around scumbags her whole life. This is just another scumbag. Yes. So I I loved that. Sorry. I loved that he went full bad. I like I love that because I did not want him to go good. And when they were back to back and like fighting, I was like, oh, snap. OK, this is a cool scene. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's going to come back and it's whatever. But when he went bad, I was like, oh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I do want to say I think Adam Driver uh, gave us a really great performance. Like absolutely wonderful I acting. Agree. I think Daisy mm-hmm. lost her charm a little bit. I think. Really? Yeah. And I think. I don't know why. I just didn't mm-hmm. find Ray as um, interesting in this movie, and I think it was because of the performance. I don't think I don't think Daisy's a bad actor. It's not what I'm saying. I think she's still right. a great actor, but I think maybe 
all of the fan bombardment that she got and she left social media because of that. Um, I think it may have just kind of wiped away some of the joy for her, it seemed like. I don't know. Sure. She's definitely a dip because before, you know, she <laughs> she's no one. And she's still got that whimsical, like, you know, I'm in the desert. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, oh, no, you're a part of this massive thing going on. And this movie was her really taking responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have the, like, whimsical idea. She's like, Curiosity. no, my job is to get Luke Skywalker here. You know, she has a job now where before she didn't. Yeah. She was just kind of, like, along for the ride. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I didn't can see, hate her. I, I was just shift. like, nah, kind of, there's, like, something about Ray that I miss. Sure, it's definitely different, for mm-hmm. sure. Her character is different because yeah. she's Been a playing lot. a different role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has responsibility now. Yeah. Um, she's committed to the fight. Um, but, there's another thing I wanted us to talk about. Oh, there's, there's. I got some points if you, if you want. Well, the good thing is, dive. like, I think we do need to do another show on this. Um, but I, cool. we need to do it after I see it again because there are some things that I have yes. not formulated opinions on because sure. I am in angry mode. Yeah, <laughs> I would recommend to you and to everyone watch it, watch episode six, and then watch it again. Trust me. And people have said that they think if I watch it again, I'll like it more. I can't say that. I truly disagree <laughs> with that because I think it will change my opinions on some things, but I don't think it'll sure. make me like the movie more. I think it just might make me like pieces of it more or accept okay. those pieces more. Sure. Sure, probably that latter statement. <laughs> How do you feel about Luke dying and Leia being alive and now Carrie is not here and what are they going to do? In real life, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because this totally sets up everything that was said that episode nine was going to be Leia's movie. Um, so that makes me really, really sad. They're going to have to do something. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as far as Leia goes... The, the only thing that I can think of that they would probably try is have her show up, but she'll be like a hologram, you know, so they can get someone to voice match her and then they mm-hmm. could just animate her and make it look real. Mm-hmm. Um, that way to still have her in the movie mm-hmm. or they'll write her off in the crawl. Like it could, they could literally do anything. <sighs> I know. I, I know. Hate it, that. it makes me, re- especially after this movie where we see her use the force, like, Oh man, can you imagine what episode nine would have been? Yeah, this is not how I wanted to see her use the force either. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. What did you think Flying when Leia got blown out of the space. window? When it <laughs> happened, I was like, what? This is cool. She's using the force. And then when it was over, I was like, she used the force to fly through space. <laughs> That's how what did you when, when you first saw it and she's on the bridge and Kylo's about to press the button, but he doesn't. But then the two TIE fighters on his sides... Shoot the missile, and she gets blown out of the window. What was your reaction to that the first time? Very the first time. second, <laughs> I said, OMG. And then two seconds after that, I said, they're not going to end her character like this. And I knew she wasn't going to die yet. I knew they wouldn't do that. Um, gotcha. But I did start to believe when she was kind of unconscious that, you know, when she was in her little white robe outfit, I thought, hmm, maybe they'll just leave yeah. her in that and not really resolve it. But then... Whenever we expected like Admiral Holdo to come through that door, um, I did Leia. expect Leia. I was like, "Ooh, it's going to be Leia," and I said it out loud. And then, boom, it was Leia. Um, sure. So there was like a part of the movie where I was like, "Hmm, are they just going to leave her in this unconscious state?" Um, but then I was like, "No, she's 
about to bust through this door. Um, right. And then I also didn't think they were going to kill her off at the beginning. When when all of that happened, I was like, mm, no, they're not going to do this. That would gotcha. that would be bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're way more level headed. It's going to be it was weird. Like mouth agape. <laughs> it's going to be weird to see how they. I mean, she used the force, Savannah. Leia used the force. I know. That's another reason, like, I say watch episode six and then watch this. Because episode six, they straight up say, like, I mean, you know, when he when Luke tells her that she's his sister, he's like, the force is strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. My sister has it. Because she's like, you know, you have a power I can never understand. He's like, no, no, you'll learn to use that power one day as well. Yeah. But we never get that paid off. You know, and in this one, we're like, oh, snap. She actually can use the force a bit and used it to save her own life in space. Yeah. So I was into it because this is the first time we saw Leia use the force. Yeah. I was I was very excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to very briefly talk about Finn and Poe. Okay. Um, Separately. They both should have died. Savannah Kiefer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take that back. Um, I okay. I'm gonna explain why I said that. Um, because you're awful. I don't like how Poe survived this massive explosion only because he's a main character at the beginning of the movie. That was dumb. Okay. That was dumb. Yeah, when Kylo blew up all the ships. That was okay. stupid. Um, technically, he should have died there. Didn't want him to die. I like Poe. I liked him a lot right. in this movie, by the way. Um, Same. He was incredible. And I liked how Admiral Holdo put him in his place, and I liked their oh, yeah. conflict <laughs> a lot. I liked that a lot. I like that Leia still shot him <laughs> when she yeah. woke up. Did not like how he magically survived a massive ball of fire. Also, sure. Finn, thinking about sacrificing himself, and then Rose came to save him. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been okay with him dying, I think. I teared up. I'm not going to lie to you. I mm. wasn't prepared. Mm. I did. Mainly because he, he hey, I mean, he's going down this thing. having some feelings towards Finn in this episode. Dude, I know, I know. I'm an emotional dude when I watch Star Wars, which is ironic because in real life I'm not. Anyway, I love John Boyega and I love Oscar Isaac. And that moment, what got me about that moment was when he said, I'm not going to let them win. Mm-hmm. Because this entire movie, they were winning. And I was like stressed out because I'm Team Rebels all day, every day. I don't like the Empire. I don't like bad guys. Because in real life, the good guys never win. Mm-hmm. So I like it when good guys win stuff. And this whole movie, there's like there's like 13 of them left at the end. Yeah. And Finn was like, I'm not going to let them win. And I was like, that's what I need right now. And then he totally was committing to killing himself. And I was like, wow, this is the this is like Holdo. You know, but like up close and personal. And uh, that sacrifice, I was like, oh, God, Finn, don't die. Yeah. And uh, Rose came in and had my back. Sounds cool. I think it would have been but. interesting if one of those main rebel characters that we already knew would have died, though. Like, I think that would have really put some weight to the situation, whereas they all came out on top, basically. Sure, sure. Literally no one else did, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I loved Poe in this. I thought it was amazing that he's this flyboy, cocky sort of thing, and you got to see him, like... The whole movie, Leia's like, you need to learn to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Like she's grooming him for command the whole movie, mm-hmm. and by the end, he finally gets it when he's like, "No, no, Luke is out there for a reason." Yeah. So I dug that. I dug that a lot. I like Poe a lot. Poe is a great character because to me, he's like, he's got the bra- the bravado of Han Solo, yeah. but the conviction of Luke Skywalker. 
I agree. You know, I agree. and I, I, I love that. And he's one hell of a pilot. And I didn't feel that way prior to this movie. I think this movie, uh, because he really didn't have a lot of time in The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens right. was a lot of Ray and Finn, and this movie was chipped. a lot more Poe. So I liked that. I'm glad they gave him more time on screen. Um, See, and that his, like. his time on screen was worth it, unlike Phasma, who was just garbage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just straight up garbage. Um, But I think unless you have any major final thoughts, I think it might be good to wrap up this Last Jedi conversation only because um, I do think I need to see it again before dissing anything else about the movie. Yes. See it again because there's one to like deep dive into specifically the Jedi and them Luke thinking they need to end and all of that. I can want to go deep into that, but Mm -hmm. time. Is there anything else that you want to touch upon that we could talk about briefly? So, uh, having seen the movie now, how do you feel about uh, Team Porg or uh, Team Voltex? Oh, right. I forgot to mention this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you called me out. I am Team Porg now. Um, They were super cute. Super, super, super duper cute. They were a little teeny bit overused, but I was okay with it. And... Mm -hmm. We saw them more than the Vulptex animals. We did. So I think that's why I'm Team Porg now, because I thought the Vulptices would have more of a part, and they kind of didn't. They were just there, which is fine. Um, they led them out. They had a very yeah. important part. But yeah, they, they were important, um, yeah. and that's fine. Like I don't dislike them, but the Porgs definitely proved their worth, and they were super cute. Their oh, little yeah. eyes looking up at Chewbacca and his little lip quivering. I totally <laughs> dug it. Totally dug it. I love it. the ones that got hyped. The one that's like roared after Chewie. Yeah. He's just like, we're doing this. Yeah. I was into it. Yeah, they were cute. Um, so overall, didn't like the movie. Don't think my opinions will be changing. Um, I do want to say, though, mm-hmm. I think Ryan Johnson took some risks that I don't really respect. But okay. you know what? He did something different. and. I have to respect him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't really like a lot of his choices in the movie, but okay. that's okay. It's okay, and it just means that you know what? Maybe he's not a director that I particularly enjoy. But I know a lot of other people enjoyed his um, directing in this movie, so that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to be honest. I'm super worried about him doing another trilogy. And I feel the opposite. <laughs> wow. We got, we got, we got, real quick, we got A-Wings in this movie. We did get A-Wings, I know. I am Team A-Wing. I'm, X-Wings I'm are cool, A-wing but A-Wings. Too. I'm Team A-Wing, I too. love A-Wings. Yeah. And we got to, like, get right up a long one. Yeah. I like that. So like you that are excited and ready for Ryan to do another trilogy. Very, very excited. I liked that this was. I like that this was different. This was new. Like we as humans are, uh, not for change. We're just not built that way, and we we automatically reject it. And this movie was very different. Seven was a very safe movie. It was oh, very yeah. very safe. You know, it was. I I call it a pretty four. You know, yeah. you, there's there's a droid that has plans that needs to get to the rebellion, and then there's somebody on the desert that has potential. And I just described both of the movies. Yeah. You know? Um, no, I get it. I, so I this just... movie was like bonkers. Like, didn't nothing went the way you thought it would. 
Um, I don't know if this was a thing that Ryan did on purpose, but anyone who's played Knights of the Old Republic, there's a there's this you get this crate of these animals called gizgas, and they're like basically little frog things. If you open the crate, they infest your ship. And I don't know if that they had a nod that with the porgs because the porgs infested the falcon. But oh, I thought that was cool. Oh, that's neat. You know, little nods. Now, listen, ne- the next episode will go deep because I have a lot of things I want to dive into about Luke and the yeah. fight between him and Kylo and the Jedi and Yoda. That whole Yoda scene we'll spend a while on. We will talk a lot more about this um, in the yes. future. I just needed to you give need out to my <laughs> top line opinion so that we have time to talk about the nitty gritty. Um, and I, yes. need to, I need to see it again. I'm going to be honest, yes, probably won't see it anytime soon. Savannah. Um, and by anytime soon, I mean like within the next week. Like I might go see it over New Year's and just go to the theater by myself and watch it. But um, I don't really want to see it this week again. I need to digest <laughs> still. Um, but I I'll do go have see to it a s- bunch of times for uh, you. Okay, that's fine. You can you can do, you have movie pass, so yeah. go for it. Yeah, I do. Um, I do not have movie pass. So I this will podcast was brought it. to you by. I wish. <laughs> um, maybe one day. Um, How do we make that happen? I we'll work on that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this too. Not gonna be looking forward to episode nine. I still am super duper looking forward to the solo movie. Um, that makes one of us. <laughs> and Brian, should I tell them what I mentioned before the show about if Solo is bad? You know what? Let's just let's. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. This is going to be the most divisive dorky diva yet. <laughs> if Solo is a bad movie, in my opinion, I'm going to need to have a come to Jesus meeting, <laughs> and I'm going to have to really, really question my. Star Wars fan capabilities. Fret not, friends. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Should Savannah go too far into the dark, Jedi that I am, bring her back to the light. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to be negative about the Solo movie because I am really excited about it and I have high hopes for it, but I'm just hoping it lives up to my hopes. Um, and not even that it lives up to my hopes. I just hope it's good. Like, I hope Me it's too. a decent movie. Um, Me, yep. I... This is off topic, but um, before we wrap up this show, which will probably be the last one of the year, I expect us Mm -hmm. to do another Last Jedi recap um, early next year, maybe the first week of January. That'd be great. Um, I just wanted to give a little special shout out to our friends Charlotte and Caitlin over at Sky Talkers Podcast. Love them. Brian had Charlotte on his show, The Interesting Podcast, and I just love that girl, and I love Caitlin, and I love what they're doing on their podcast, and they entered the Star Wars podcasting community early this year, and Mm -hmm. they have by far impressed me and a lot of people in the podcasting community, like, Oh yeah, they are one of the first all-girl shows, Star Wars shows, um, including Lattes with Leia, which I also love. But they are mm-hmm. like one of the top all-girl shows that is just great. And I'm gonna be honest, I disagree with a lot of their points on the new trilogy. <laughs> like, but that's okay. That's okay. Like they want Kylo Ren um, to be redeemed. Oh yes, I'm I'm with you. So, the, mo- you know, a lot of their theories I'm not even into, but they're my but favorite they are Star Wars such podcast. Critical thinkers. They are, they are so smart. They are so kind. They're so funny. We love them. 
And I just like wanted to highlight them because I want to tell people, if you don't know about Sky Talkers podcast, go to iTunes right now, subscribe, binge. You will love them. They are amazing. Like, I'm just so happy that they're in our community. And I'm just so happy that they're giving fresh perspectives on Star Wars, you know, because there are so many different things you can say about Star Wars. And they are definitely... They are definitely doing their own thing, and I love it. And they're not regurgitating other people's opinions, and they're not really just doing a normal show about Star Wars news. Like, they're thinking critically. They're bringing up different ideas, and I just love them. So I just wanted to give them a little shout-out. And, Brian, you can say something, too, because I know you adore their show as well. I I do. I've talked to you several times uh, about, like, they are my favorite Star Wars podcast. And I could go on and on and on. But they're very so the thing. My Star Wars fandom is very detail oriented. Like I want to know the what an ATM six is. You know, I I want to know everything about story. That's why story means everything to me more so than directing and acting and and all that. Like it, within the context of the universe, that's why the visual dictionaries are like my favorite things. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte and Caitlin are very much into the details as well. And I really appreciate that because a lot of Star Wars podcasts, are, I mean, they're great, but they're way more news oriented. There's a lot of theories, which Charlotte and Caitlin do as well, but they really are like diehard nitty gritty fans. Mm-hmm. And I really connect with them. And I'm like, I, I mean, we can fight for it, but I think I'm their biggest fan. Uh, I'll definitely, fight you for that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely check them out. They're incredible people, incredible fans. And, uh, and so nice. Like, they're just great people. <laughs> Not even just great podcasters, but they are great people. Absolutely. Um, Caitlin and me can hold the Luke torch. Charlotte's a diehard Padme fan. Like, they're my peeps. Yeah, they're great. They're good. They're good people. Yeah. So definitely go listen to their show. Reach yes. out to them on social media. I'm sure you'll be able to find them on social media if you go check out their podcast. Um, and then I also just wanted to thank everybody for listening to our show this year. It has been a bumpy year, I will admit. I didn't podcast as much as I should have, but the shows we did were fun. The guests we had on were fun and great, and we've had a lot of really wonderful conversations about Star Wars, even when we disagree, and I think that's yeah. awesome. Because I mm-hmm. think a lot of shows out there are just two people regurgitating the same ideas and agreeing with each other, and it's boring. And mm-hmm. even if you guys hate me for not liking this movie, I'm glad you at least <laughs> listened to me hate this movie. Um, That's right. Because it's okay. And I'm not going to rant about how much I dislike this movie forever and ever. It's like, I want to get my opinions out there now. I didn't really tell people how I felt about this movie, uh, which is why I did same. this show. I just wanted to sum it up and then get it out there. Um, Mm -hmm. I still have hope for Star Wars and I think Star Wars is wonderful. I just think that you're going through a rough patch right now, but it's okay. It's just not my favorite, (laughs) but that's fine because I've had other issues like that with other things in Star Wars and then things happen in Star Wars that I do like. So it's fine. That's right. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening and Brian and I have had conversations about really elevating this show next year and putting more time and effort into it and we're both really excited about doing that and uh at the beginning of the new year you'll see a lot more um announcements and things about what we're going to be doing with the show but basically uh brian will be on every show now um if we happen to have on a special guest it'll be brian and the special guest rather than just having me and a guest or me and Brian, like, there could be three people on the show. Um, 
So that's exciting. And I'm just really looking forward to 2018. It's going to be fun. And we get another Star Wars movie in May. And it is the most excited I've ever been about a Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> which, so, is, which is okay. I'm 2017 ready. has been great. I, I just want to thank everybody for uh, letting me on. <laughs> the Dorgy Diva Show. I'm very, very proud to be uh, at all related to it. And uh, this has been great. Yeah, like you said, next year is going to be, it's going to be real good. We're doing some real cool stuff, it's and I'm be pumped. Great. And I'm bummed there's not another celebration next year because I think that would be a great time to see everybody again and chat and whatnot. But agreed. Um, hopefully we can do something maybe in the online space where we get to mingle with people either through Google Hangout, Skype, whatever. We'll figure something out because we miss everybody. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a great year and. I just love Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, I love Star same, Wars. Same. But yeah, so I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm, too. Just, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. So many I'm cool things are coming. Too. We're we're pretty stoked. So thank you everybody for listening to this show. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at oh sorry Twitter and Instagram at Savannah underscore Kiefer. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Dorky Diva. Um, the Dorky Diva is just thedorkydiva.com. You can find this podcast as The Dorky Diva Show on iTunes. Brian, where can people find you online? You can find me literally everywhere at Jedi Brian. Um, another show called The Interesting Podcast you mentioned. I think you guys will really enjoy. Shout out uh, to that episode with Derek Arnold. Yes. <laughs> I had Derek Arnold on who played Commando Pow and Rogue One, The Lugga Beast, and uh, Voberdand in uh, episode seven. He's he was Borgullet. He's been a bunch of things. Um, if you just search Jedi Brian on iTunes, I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Jedi Brian. And uh, yeah, I like Star Wars too. It's a good time. That's a good time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it really is. Well, we hope everybody has a happy holiday and a happy new year. And may the force be with you always. <laughs> <laughs>